0: That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy.
0: Oh, it's so good to hear from you, Sean. I don't want to make you jealous, but me and Evita are sitting on the balcony at our beautiful cabin overlooking Round Lake on one of the most beautiful days we've had this summer. And you're at the Fox News studio.
1: Yep. Rub it in. Rub (laughs) it in. You're in my happy place right now.
0: We literally Evita and I just said, Okay, as soon as this podcast is over, we're gonna swim out to the little raft you bought us. And,
1: um, I love it. Spend, Good for you guys. Spend an
0: hour laying out there. So. You
1: know what? I gotta live vicariously through the both of you and the rest of the kids at the cabin as I gotta hang out in beautiful New York City. Uh,
0: I know. I know. Well you have the you have the little camera security camera on your phone, so you could just watch us on the raft.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I can I can see you guys via video. Uh,
0: well, we listen, we have a great topic because, you know, there, there's two things. First, we we want to talk about Snow White because that movie is coming out. It's the same director as the director for Barbie who, you know, hates Barbie and also hates Snow White. We're going to talk about some of the implications of that and something that went viral that the star, the Snow White of uh, the star of Snow White, Snow White character. Um, what she said that went viral and what it says about the film and what we can expect. But first, let's go back to Barbie for a second because we did a review on Barbie. We talked about how, again, it was re- it was directed by someone who hates Barbie and some of the bad messages. I had to make a really tough decision and I actually talked it over not just with you, Sean, but with Evita because we were out here in Hayward and you know the girls wanted to go see Barbie um, and I after seeing it, I really actually decided that it would be a good teachable moment. So I went and saw it first and then I went back and saw it again with the girls. And boy, they got some lectures for me on the way home. But it was just so sad again to see that the first it was the first two thirds of the movie were amazing. I mean, Vita and I sat next to each other and we couldn't we just kept looking at each other because there were so many amazing things that they picked up the set design the costumes um they they really i mean whoever her team was that you know were investigating how to present this in the best way that looked like you know the same dream house coming to life the cars everything it was just there were so many little references if you mean, you were just
2: we kept staring at each other and laughing. It was so sparkly and yes. so fun. We we were just like encapsulated by the whole thing. And of course, the girls were too because they were little. And this is like the perfect age to be seeing this giant dance number with Barbie and her sparkly jumpsuit. Like, you know, and oh my God, that life size dream houses. It's just <laughs> awesome. So we're halfway, you know, we're halfway, maybe two thirds through the movie. And all of a
0: sudden it turns from sparkly and amazing and pink and delicious to the patriarchy and it's it goes off. And America Ferrera plays a woman, a mom, a kind of miserable mom, who works at Mattel and has this really pathetic husband. And she gets into uh Barbie World. She she crosses over that, I guess what do they call it, Evita, the the um they call it some sort of word when you cross from the real world into back into Barbie world portal, a portal portal. comes back across the portal and she's in Barbie world and she gives this big patriarchal, Rant about how hard it is to be a woman, and boy, what a downer the movie was from that point forward.
2: Yeah, I I think this was just such an obnoxious moment where we were having all this fun, and suddenly they we have to sit down for like this giant lecture, and then the rest the rest of the movie is basically a continuation of that lecture. And I talked to the girls afterwards, and we were just like, gosh, there's this one scene with Barbie, and then the founder of Barbie, um, actress played playing the founder of Barbie. And it just felt like it lasted forever as we were getting this, how hard it is to be a woman, but she ultimately makes, you know, a decision to leave Barbie land. And it's just, it was the worst and it ruined so much fun. And I think it ruined, you know, it ruined what little girls want to go to the movie to watch. Anyways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's an attack on childhood and fun and girlhood in so many ways, just kind of introducing all this. And, and by the way, Wait, okay. But
2: also I was going to say like, and this is Dad. Maybe you can you can speak to this. But this whole line of thinking that it's so hard to be a woman in the world is ridiculous. It's hard to be human. That That's what that's what's hard. I mean, there are there are challenges that women face more than men. And there are things that men face more than women going to war, being the guys that have to go out um, on the 70 foot 70-story uh, high buildings to wipe off the windows. I mean, th- those are mm-hmm. things that being the construction workers working all day in the hot, like in the heat. I mean, women aren't doing those jobs. Women, I mean, men have have really been at the forefront of building civilization and doing the brunt work to do it. And also... Doing the brunt work for defending countries, and so yes, women have it hard. Men have it hard. It's hard to be human, and I think that this idea that women are, you know, have have it really really difficult, have all these problems in America, where it's never been better to be a woman than in America, in the you know in the 21st century, is is just so so stupid and silly to me. So you can, yeah. look,
1: you can look through human history and say, you know what? Yeah, women have had it hard, right? Um, I, I'll see Child that
2: Childbirth is hard. I will say that,
0: especially without meds. I'm just going to put that out of there. Of course. And you might go, well,
1: <laughs> at some point women were, you know, in the in the home, but also men had been in the home. Men got out and then eventually women got out of the home. I don't know, know that culture is better off for that or families are better off for that. But I'm just going to speak from my perspective and, you know, whether I look at, you know, Congress. Uh, business, uh, the the places that that I have been, women are in places of a lot of power, more powerful than men. And yeah. I, I've said this before. I've go, I go to graduations for a lot of kids, and whether it's uh, elementary, middle, high school, or college, and when you look at who the 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 honor students are, the ones that are getting awards, and again, this is not scientific. But I would say anywhere from eighty-five to ninety percent of the students getting awards are not men; they're actually women. The, you know, we're seeing more women go to law school and medical school, um, going into the sciences. And I think that the the people who wanted to have that happen—I I don't object to that. That's that's great. But they have accomplished that goal by trying to suppress and demonize men, and that's a problem. And now you see the impacts of that, where you have a lot of young boys sitting in their basements. Not motivated, not energized, not driven to take care of a career, which can take care of a family, which means then they're not motivated to, should bad things happen to their country, stand up and fight to defend it. Um, and you know, so Sean, of it's, funny, is troubling.
0: it's funny you say that because, you know, they're saying men, the whole premise of the movie is that there's this patriarchy. And so in Barbie land, women run the world. But in the real world, America, specifically Los Angeles, because that's where they land, Men rule the world. And that's sort of the message. And Ken comes to to Barbie. I mean, to the real world. And he's like, wow, this is where, a place where men can be heard and seen. But the funny thing is, as you mentioned, so many women, I women run Fox News, women run all kinds of corporations um, and run the Federalist where run work. The Federalist, where you work, They run Fox run Business run as well. Yes, exactly. And so at one point in the film, the film almost has to acknowledge that. And so yes. they said there's this moment we're one of the, some guy who runs a company says, yeah, we're still running it, but we're just doing a better job of making it look like we're not. So it's like the director has to admit that she's in the position she's in and women
2: are achieving all these diversity quotas up to help women and women in business and scholarships for women and and all this stuff to promote them. And so yeah, you're right. She has to acknowledge it. She has to say, okay, yeah, this is a thing, but men are still really in charge behind the scenes. Right. But by the way, how
1: how offensive is that to the actual women who have accomplished really great things in business to say, actually you're not, you actually really didn't accomplish that because some man is pulling the, the, the The puppet strings behind you. (laughs) I mean, I got to tell you what I, as, as accomplished, I know a lot of accomplished women who are in positions of power and influence. They would be wildly offended by that because they're like, no one controls me. I'm a, independent thinking human being. And I happen to be a woman and many of them happen to be moms as well who are like, go screw, screw you. No, I don't. I, I make, I make the decisions. I don't have men pulling my, my strings.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing I think probably the most troubling thing. And this is, this ties into, um, I think the Snow White story is that in the end, what you realize is that the message they send is that women and men don't, should not co can't coexist together. That there's not they're they're not complement complementary, and I say that because you know they never find in Barbie Land a place for men and women. It was either the the women were in control, and then you know Ken came and took over a bit with the patriarchy, while Barbie was off in real world land, and then she comes back and they find a way to distract the the Kens. And then the Barbies take over again. And it's not like and 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 the and the girl boss women run run Barbie land again. Um, and and then in the real world, supposedly only men rule it, which is not true. But but every man in the film, including the 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 America Ferreira character's husband, is he's like this total beta doofy guy. Um, the men are either dumb, goofy, beta or evil, like um, yeah, the, the heads was, of Mattel.
2: There was not one respectable there, man.
0: There was not one good man. And 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 again, this complimentary that men need women and women need men um, was never there. And then I'm going to tell you what really, this is the part that really ticked me off in the movie. And that third, again, I was having so much fun for two thirds of the movie. And then when, when Barbie Land gets retaken by these new woke uh, Barbies. Barbie's clothes changes and she's wearing this frumpy yellow dress and all the fabulous, amazing outfits that, of course, they took directly from, you know, Barbie's wardrobe through the years. And I'm telling you, Sean, if you love fashion, you will love what they did with Barbie, you know, for the first two thirds of the movie. How about if you don't love fashion? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, it was just such a delight to watch what they did with her shoes
2: and her makeup and her and if you her... think Margot Robbie's pretty, then you'll be OK.
0: Yes. <laughs> um. But anyway, and, and, and in order to be like, woke, she just kind of looked frumpy and all of the Barbies changed. All the Barbies after had like more sensible, like you remember they had she had to choose is, essentially between the high heels and these like Birkenstocks. And she ends up in the end when she chooses the real world in her final Decision of the movie is that she wants to be human. She's in pink Birkenstocks. So again, no high heels. I mean, there's nowhere for Latinas in this new woke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We just don't do Birks (laughs) Well, I I wonder if there's like a beauty point to be made there that, like, in order to be a respectable non-bimbo, right? Because that was the association with Barbie, that she's she's really not doing much for feminism. She's brought us back so many years that in order to be a respectable woman, you have to also not be fashionable <laughs> was
0: or downplay your beauty or not accentuate it or I don't know what right it because somehow that's anti-feminist. It was that was troubling. So that of course then brings me and by the way, on the way home it was interesting. Evita and I and I sort of ended up asking the girls questions about what they thought about the movie. And I think the main lesson that I tried to to instill with them is that First of all, Avita brought up every men have it hard. Women have it hard. Everybody has to, you know, work through these things. She made that point with them. And then I said, you know what, this idea that I said at the end of the movie, if I was the director, there is a Ken and Barbie and a wedding Ken and Barbie. It's it, I remember having that my girls have had it. I said, Ken and Barbie never get married and and they would have been happy together. And marriage will make you happy and finding the right person. Uh, will make you happy, and you will find yourself in your in a family, in a marriage. That's how you find yourself, not by going off into some, you know, to some woke, you know, new reality that that this Greta Gerwig wants to create for us. And I think it's interesting, Evita, that the Greta Gerwig is also directing Snow White because she herself, she's a Barnard College, you know, just everything you imagine from a woke white elite, you know, college graduate. And she has a partner uh not a not a husband and she has a baby now. And I I guess she must not like marriage. And boy does it come out in in Snow White. Um, why don't you set up the clip that the star of Snow White, um this clip has gone viral, even though it was filmed
2: she was interviewed last summer. Yeah, she was interviewed by Variety in like last September, but this, this clip has really made the rounds on social media and has really um I think disillusion people to what's about to come next um with with this new um snow white adaptation this live action adaptation of of disney snow white let's play that clip
1: you said you were bringing a modern edge to it on stage. What do you mean by that?
2: I just mean that it's no longer 1937. and We absolutely wrote a Snow White. that she's is not going to be yeah, saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be. And the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave and true. And so it's just a really incredible story for I think young people everywhere to see themselves in.
1: Snow White is running for president.
2: I'm launching my campaign. <laughs> okay, so a few things with that clip. Um, first of all, her father doesn't die. So she says. so in the, in the original Snow White, um, the Brothers Grimm's version, the father doesn't die. And also, nowhere does he try to instill in his daughter um, s- these political aspirations to be some, some fearless leader. That's not what Snow White is about at all. Um, And and we can you can actually go online and read the Brothers Grimm's version, which is what the 1937 cartoon is based on. But there are a lot of themes that are quite transparently going to be squashed out of this live action version. If you look online and search up Snow White dwarfs um, live action film, you'll see that the dwarfs now are these multiracial, you know, multigendered. Multi size dwarfs, right? So they're not even really dwarfs. So, the, so a lot of dwarfs are now out of a job. Right, right, exactly. going <laughs> could be a great opportunity. Little for them. people
0: are not going to get the job of the dwarfs, which would have been nice, actually.
2: Yeah. Um. So I. So there, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I I have to say about this, but um, I wrote a piece on it in the Federalist, and I I think that this is really. A symbol of or another example of how the left likes to appropriate classic stories, classic fairy tales uh, and and insert and repurpose them with with leftism. Right. All these diversity quotas, all of these female girl boss, uh, you know, propaganda right and they do it on purpose to to delegitimize um the actual intended purpose of these stories really it's almost seems like it's it's
0: very marxist right what marx is what Marxists like to do is sort of tear down everything that existed instead of building on it well you take you, you take for example um you know tolkien lord of the rings that's building on Themes and stories that go back, you know, all the way to Greek mythology, even the Bible,
2: right? Where, and then go ahead. Well, we're, whereas Greta Gerwig just takes the names and is repurposing the whole story, rewrites
0: something. it into something that it never was intended to be,
2: right? And and that, what what does that do civilizationally? Right. It 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 tears down the 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 mythos that we have around Western civilization, right? So the the Snow White story is connected. To tons of different other stories, folk tales, um, and legends in Western Civ. So, if you look at Snow White and you read it, it actually has ties to the biblical stories of Cain and Abel to the fall. And M-
0: of course, for those who don't remember Cain and Abel, that's a envy. Remember, the queen wants to kill Snow White because she's so envious
2: of of her, her. and her beauty. And then the 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 eating the apple of knowledge, right? Which which Snow White is. Tempted to eat the apple multiple times after being told not to, and ends up dying. Right, and in a way, you're, you are part of our of man died when they ate the apple um, and betrayed God. So there's there's biblical themes. There's also Greek mythology that's that's baked into it. The story of uh, Narcissus and Echo is is very has a lot of similarities. Right, he looked at himself and his reflection in the water, very similar to the Queen looking at a reflection in the mirror.
0: Um, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest?
2: Right. right. Yeah. So there's there's so many interesting themes that are connected to Western Civ and our stories, and that build on this shared culture that we have. And what the left does with this and with so many different um, stories and, that we have is basically dismantle them and, and reuse them for, for their own purposes. We'll have more of this conversation after this.
3: Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth.
0: Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then Every Life is your solution. Every Life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. And also send a really negative message about about what it means to be a woman. I mean, so Snow White actually, when she goes into the, you know, when she goes into exile, the 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 witch thinks that she's dead, right? This, the wicked stepmother thinks she's dead and she, you know, stumbles upon the house of the seven dwarves and they find her and they love her and they she ends up cleaning the house for them and she didn't want to be a leader. She was cleaning the house for them while they went and worked in the mines to right. get the diamonds. Remember, they worked in a diamond mine. I mean, somebody has to clean the house while somebody goes and, you know, works in the mines. Personally, I would rather sweep the floors and clean the toilets for the dwarves and go into a mine shaft. But somehow that's a, that's just not good enough. And again, this speaks, I think Sean to what Evita said about how there's this idea that women have to become like men, that what the men are doing must be better than what what the a woman might have to do, and that this division of labor is so unjust. Um, when it's not necessarily the case,
1: as those poor little dwarfs are probably getting black lung from going down in the mine. Yes, you know, exactly, Snow White gets to stay up and sweep the floors with the clean, fresh air and birds singing and chirping all around her. Sounds pretty enjoyable. Uh, just by the way, if anyone wants to hear a, a a conversation about whether you're supposed to call them dwarfs or little people, you can. Uh, pull up representative Hank Johnson from Georgia <laughs> oh, who gave a floor a speech uh, and how he was trying to apologize for the use of the term dwarf. And then in the apology, he used the word dwarf instead of little people. It's a great, it's a great video. <laughs> it's classic. It's
0: that. the best speech ever. It's so good. It's, it's it, well, so good. it's the
1: second best speech because the first best speech is the one where he asked the the, the, the the general of the military whether if too many troops got on the island of Guam, whether Guam would flip over. That is the best video. This is the second best <laughs> Hank Johnson <laughs> classics.
0: That's a classic. Capsize. But, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. So
1: here But he, this, is, this is my thought on, on, on what Hollywood, what the Marxist liberal leftists want to put out, which is, this is a fairy tale. The fact that you think you can live in a civilization run by women. And don't, don't shoot at me, you guys. But listen, at, at one point, countries go to war. Ideologies go to war. And if that ever happens... Uh, whether it's the Chinese or it's the Russians, they send men. And to think that the girl bosses are going to stand up, grab guns, put on camo uniforms, and go defend this country, not going to happen. It's men that are going to do that. You have a civilization that, to Evita's point, is based on the work and the death of men who have fought for freedom. And now you have this very small sliver of time where you can pretend like men don't exist. But it's only a small sliver of time because cultures like this will end up collapsing because men and women, they do complement each other. They do have different roles. And by the way, they shouldn't be fighting each other, right? For for women to elevate doesn't mean that men have to be suppressed. Um,
0: denigrated, right?
1: Yes. Thank you. Denigrated. But also the fact that. We shouldn't fight each other. We should actually find love with each other, and God made us in in a way that we're supposed to be together. We're supposed to love each other and then get married and have families is the way it was intended. This is all an attack on that. They hate the idea that we're going to have families. It goes to the podcast we did yesterday, Rachel. Having families, having kids, having traditions, having faith, is an affront to a leftist ideology that wants to indoctrinate our our kids and our culture in a different uh, a different viewpoint, a different view of the world that's contrary to what the faith and the family teaches. us. And so you have to destroy that. And one way to destroy families is to encourage young women not to have families, telling them they're going to be happier if they don't meet, you know, but, the, but, but the, Sean, the Prince Charming. But Sean, she
0: literally says the star of this sh- of this movie literally says. Snow White's not going to be saved by a priest, by by a prince. Okay, I get that. Like, you know, we don't have to be saved. But then she goes on to say she's not going to be dreaming about true love. Is that what we should tell our kids? Don't dream about true love. Just be a leader um, as if being a girl boss is going to make them happy. And and that alone don't dream about true love. It's It's so anti-human. But first of all, it's not going to happen. Um, You look at all so many of these girl bosses who haven't had the wherewithal or haven't had the luck or haven't had the investment in their love life and in their family lives. They're very unhappy. Um, You know, it doesn't mean you can't run a company and and be married and have children. But what I'm saying is this idea that we're telling young girls in 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 the most basic first um, stories we tell them like Snow White, that that's a bad thing to try and find to look for true love to look for a husband to to want to, to desire to be married. Um these are very these are very dark negative um messages to send to young girls. So may, and maybe, ultimately they're li- and the most important thing Sean is they are lies. Maybe I'm they, antiquated. The feminists have lied to women for centuries and, and 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 you can look at all the happiness um you know uh statistics out there but more importantly just look at the pharmaceutical anxiety drugs that are being given to women right now, because it, their their idea of happiness just doesn't lead to
1: happiness. So if it, maybe I'm antiquated, Abita, you can swap me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm living in the late 80s and the 90s, but most young men and women um, work, make money, um, they buy clothes, and they go out at night in, in an effort to meet. Someone of the opposite sex to you know you might go well maybe it 's for a hookup culture, but in the end, it is driven by a need to meet someone and and, and we 're wired in a way that we want to actually get married now, I think because of all of this work to undermine that, you do have more hookup culture as opposed to the effort of going to find an actual spouse and get married and have a family and have kids. The rewiring has been working, but we have a i mean human history is made up of the stories of men and women, young men and women trying to find each other, find love and start what brings them this great happiness, which is the family and their children.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I just so worry about the story again. Like I, I took the girls to the Barbie movie. We were able to talk about, you know, the messages, but I think for so many, other young girls that this idea that you know you your worth is is you being a leader that you know snow white you know sweeping the house and 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 serving others um in the way that she so beautifully did for the dwarves um so they could come home and have something to eat that this is somehow beneath women and a sign of the patriarchy and um something that they should resist and fight against or else you know i just think th- these are so so bad for civilization, I think what worries me, Evita, is that we have someone like Greta Gerwig, this director, who is, I mean, if ever there was a celebrated person in Hollywood, I think she might be the most celebrated figure in Hollywood right now. Every A-list star wants to work with her. Every you know movie studio wants to hire her. She's now been asked by Netflix to redo Narnia. I can't imagine a secular feminist radical like Greta Gerwig redoing Narnia, which has so much of its mythology and ideas and, and morals and um
2: the story is so based well, in Christianity. Me, like, it, it was already done so well by by Disney in in the movie. It was already done so well. Three it was three of them that came out. They were wonderful. Amazing. Why do we need to redo it? And then you ask, well just make your own story, Greta. Right. And I and I wonder like Narnia is a very Christian story. Uh, Snow White has, is a very Western, but also one that really reinforces gender norms. I have to imagine that Greta Gerwig hates Snow White and she hates Narnia. And yet she's taken it upon herself to remake these films. Now, why would she do that? It's totally Marxist. It's, What's the perfect? It's
0: total. Well, she, listen, she, she coming from Barnard uh, College, you can be sure was steeped in all this Marxist ideology, all this feminist, feminist radicalism. And this is their goal to absolutely undo everything that was this uh, f- for its own sake. Um, and, and, and yeah, why it does it she write some, her own story? Could stories? it have
1: something to do with the writer's strike that's in play right now? Or maybe because again, they're, they're well, redoing all this, of these stories.
0: She's been assigned this for over a year. But they yeah. keep
1: redoing all these old movies that were classics that people love. And they want to make it into a a, a product, a woke product. that uh, it's uh, Hopefully there's we're going to bud light these, these new movies that come out. You guys did not participate in Barbie that effort. Just, you went to Barbie, Barbie is making, and gave them your money give them our money and then I know I just
0: gave them our money after you give I them know. our money
1: then you have to get in the car and you have to try to rewire our own children I against to the reprogram message the girls. reprogram the girls to go listen <laughs> let's talk about the movie but try to try to enlighten them on the the negative themes of the movie which by the way I think is really hard to do cuz if if what this movie is what you say it's so attractive oftentimes so attractive the messages the of those movies are really hard for moms and dads to try to rewire in the car ride home after the movie, challenging.
0: I listen. I I agree. It's not going to be undone in a car ride. It, these are going to have to be constant conversations because this message is everywhere. You know, I it's like trying to put the. It's trying to like it's like playing whack a mole. You know, you, you you So you don't. You know, you try and deal with Barbie, and then Snow White comes up, and then this comes up, and Narnia comes up. I mean, it's all over the place, and so all you can do is. So, so I'm, I'm just going to say this with Barbie because you bring up a good point. I did give our families hard earned income to these um these wokers. There is probably no toy that is more beloved in the Duffy house true. than Barbie. So true. Um, there are so many Barbies in our house. I grew up on Barbie. My favorite Christmas, um, I prayed. I told no one. I didn't even tell. Write a list to Santa of what I wanted. I literally prayed to God that I would get Barbie everything. And I don't know how it happened, but that year, I woke up. I, I'm sorry. We went to midnight mass. I came back from midnight mass. And our living room was that bright pink everywhere. I mean, I got all—I never got the dream house, but I got all the furniture, the doll, the car. I mean, it was—it was the most magical moment for me because I know I had never told anybody just how much I wanted all of those Barbie things, and just Barbie, and pretty much just Barbie is all I got. I have such such amazing memories of Barbie. All our kids are as as the kids got older, there weren't even really baby doll we have a ton of baby dolls but no one plays with them they go from like you know toddlers in- right to barbie now um they don't even go to baby dolls um and although you know i see valentina playing with baby dolls um more probably than the other little girls but it it's just barbie's so beloved it was so hard i mean the the begging and so i just thought you know what Let's go. Let's 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 say because it's not going to stop. They want Barbie. <laughs> um, and so we watch it. And you're right. It, it, it's it, But I, this is what I walked away. I walked out of the theater and I looked at Evita and I said, I'm so mad. I'm so mad that Mattel puts me in this position where I've been such a loyal customer. And I feel this way about Disney. And, and of course, the Snow White movie um, where I have. Given them so much um, money and trust, and and invested so much in in their in the original idea of these companies, and then they put us in this terrible position where, you know, our, our girls want to consume it, but you know, it comes with, it comes with Greta Gerwig.
1: Yeah, I'll just say just yeah. quickly: if you look at the, how we how, what you say about men, it's it's okay for men to not be CEOs. We have a lot of movies about men who are cops and men who are firefighters. And men who are construction workers, that put boots on every single day, that 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 make our country work, and earn work hard, earn a living, and support their families. Um, But again, for for women, we have to make them the girl bosses. Um yeah it's it's I just
0: I also just worry Sean just not just that they have to be girl bosses but that the denigration that comes from serving and ultimately we're all called to serve our families um in very different ways whether it's by bringing home a paycheck on um, sweeping the floor washing the dishes cooking a home cooked meal making our houses warm and inviting for everyone who comes into it um these are beautiful things and 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 I think Snow White in particular really embodied that um that spirit and somehow our culture has decided that that's not good, that that's, you know, a symbol of the patriarchy.
1: Can I, can I ask one quick question? to if you do want to say something oh, really quick. Oh go
2: no, on. go ahead.
0: Dad. So
1: if, if, so let's say someone goes to the movie or a mom brought their child, their daughter to the movie with these themes, what advice do you have for rewiring, for talking to kids about what they actually saw and what it means and how do you put it into perspective? In a way that's positive for your for your young daughter who just saw this movie, what advice do you have?
0: My first thought is is probably what I what I brought up to them. I said, "You guys remember Barbie, uh, wedding Barbie and wedding Ken?" And they were like, "Yeah, they all love that um, Barbie and Ken box that you know they saw them and say, you know, Barbie and Ken are actually meant to be together. They're meant to be married, and that's a great thing." And Instead of this message that this movie is sending that Barbie has to leave Barbie land and go strike out on her own because, you know, Ken's part of the patriarchy. Um, It's just not a recipe for happiness. And I literally said that I said, what will make you happy is to, you know, find somebody who loves you and, and that you love and that you can make a family together. That's what makes people happy in the end. And, and that's sort of what
2: I said. I don't know if you remember anything else from the conversation, Evita. Yeah, I mean, my big thing is that being a human is hard. And so this idea that women are the only ones that have it bad is is false and stupid. And have a monopoly on pain and suffering. Right. It's just silly. But also something that bothered me that mom touched on is how bad they made all men look. Like they were just the butt of the joke the whole time. like just men are idiots if you were an alien you came to a, came to earth and True. all you saw was the barbie movie you would think men are freaking stupid yes and th- i i think that that first of all it's mm-hmm. is perpetuating a lot of animosity between the sexes right Amen. Because women see that and they they think it's okay to denigrate and dis- disrespect men and then men see that and they feel like crap um so i, I i'd say respect for people is really important yes um irrespective of what their gender is and you should judge people based on their actions right and who they actually are as a person instead of these really silly you know fake conceptions of the patriarchy and masculine and toxic masculinity yeah and i think that you will if with with older kids like you know
0: we have we had one that was 13 i'm sure the patriarchy stuff went over margarita's head she's She's nine, but I think anyone over the age of thirteen, you may have to, ha- you know, you probably have to explain what the patriarchy means, um, to to feminists, um, you know, and 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 maybe give you know an e- examples of times where maybe you know that was an issue. Um, we we need to be acknowledged the fact that we live in America in twenty twenty three, and um, that's simply not the case. And the movie, and and I pointed out to, to the points where in the movie they actually had to acknowledge that um again the movie got dreary boring um and wasn't made for little girls after about halfway to a th- uh, two-thirds of the movie and maybe the, maybe um, something positive it was here. really sad
1: our, our our kids with us or without us are going to get these themes through the course of their education through their yes through social through, through just the culture whether it's social media from their friends if they go to college they 're going to get they 're going to see these themes and to talk about them maybe early and using Barbie to do it might be a positive, it could be a positive development where you 're able to do some rewiring and preparation, lay some Teflon down with your kids about what the culture's trying to do to them and take the good the beauty of the movie, but also understand the messaging that 's really negative and how they need to see that and understand it not just in Barbie but other you know points of their life you could be Developing good young conservatives by way of conversations through the Wolf or just Bobby happy movie.
0: people or just happy people. I think probably Sean to end it. I would say the most important thing you can do is just show through your actions what a, what a good strong happy marriage family can be, and then the messages from really joyless feminists um, who hate marriage, like Greta Gerwig. Um uh, won't really have the power that they hope they can get with the millions and millions of dollars they've invested into these kinds of cultural mm. propaganda tools. Um, that I think that's that's probably well, the best takeaway.
1: Ladies, thank you for this great conversation on um on on Barbie and also on the coming Snow White movie. Um, we will stay tuned to that. I know you have a nice lake calling you and a swim in your future. I do not. I have a. Uh, the bottom line, by the way, on Fox Business 6 to 7, if you don't check it out, you should. It's a great, it's a great show, show, Dagan and Duffy. Um, but thank you for bringing the topic up. It's, it was not as painful as the Royals, but you know, not necessarily my jam, but I appreciate the smart conversation you both bring to the kitchen table. Um, if you like our podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us always at foxnewspodcast.com, which is great, but wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe. You always get a notice of when our podcast drop. We drop Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, but uh, and they, listen, Rachel, hopefully next week we're going to all be together doing podcasts actually from the kitchen table. So I can't wait for that.
0: We actually will. And by the way, for anybody who wants to read more, Avita has a great article on this topic, this very topic of Snow White in the Federalist. Make sure you check that out. It's a super smart piece.
1: All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.